Welcome to another episode of Daybreak Crypto. We got Swiss and Mike here today to talk about a few articles. I'm going to be starting it off with uh, talking about how last week the NBA officially launched a new Twitter profile, aptly named NBA XNFT, with which the league plans to showcase all things intersecting basketball and Web3, including NFTs, gaming, and the metaverse. So as part of the initiative, the NBA is also setting up a Discord server that's already at an impressive 45,000 members, which is up over 15,000 in just the last three or four days. Uh, the NBA plans to use the Discord server to announce plans to release Ethereum NFTs tied to this season's current NBA playoffs. Now, if you have been around NFTs for a little bit, you probably know of Dapper Labs NBA Top Shot project, which came to be one of the biggest NFT projects to date, uh, sitting around 885 million in total trading volume with over 16 million unique sales, according to Dapp Radar. Um, NBA Top Shot was kind of the first one to really help cement the concept of digital sports collectibles. But now it obviously looks like it's expanding into further NFT and Web3 initiatives. Um, the playoff NFTs have not been announced quite yet, but they are planning to be built on Ethereum, which is notably different than NBA Top Shot, which is built on Flow, which is Dapper's own blockchain platform, specifically built to handle high volume NFT projects. The reason why Dapper went that route initially is because they're having problems with a lot of transactions going through on Ethereum for low fees. Um, Last week, we talked about Ethereum trying to push towards proof of stake, and that got pushed off till June. So I doubt Dapper will you know, be making any changes with their own program, but Ethereum should hopefully be getting cheaper and quicker here in the future. So that might be the play the NBA is going for. Um, it's noteworthy to mention that the wider NFT market generated somewhere around $25 billion in trading volume in 2021. So, I mean, this is just the very beginning of, you know, sports associations partnering with NFTs for special projects or special access or, you know, things of that nature. Dylan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I thought this was really cool to see the NBA launching the Discord channel. Like that to me is the news really that they're they're launching this this effort. They are going really deep in on this beyond just having the the top shot program which really led the way i think for people to see nfts as something that makes sense in the terms of collectibles because basketball cards baseball cards all these things have existed for so long that having a digital format of that i think makes intuitive sense to most people it's still a little funky i think to to grapple your head around but the the nba has really led the way on on this stuff and i think it's it's really interesting to look back a little bit at the history and the you you hinted a bit at at the flow blockchain when dapper labs created the flow blockchain i mean i, I think you were around too when the ethereum network got completely congested by crypto kitties which yeah. is a, pro a project that the Dapper Labs team had originally created. And it was kind of funny, kind of funky at the time, but it's wild how this has all evolved. And then the, the NBA and Dapper Labs partnership actually was inked in several years ago before NFT. Obviously, they had to do it 
early before they actually had the platform built. But it is wild to go back to these old press releases and to just see them working and see them executing together before all of the hype, before all this headline stuff, before all of the crazy price action. And to just imagine a little bit about what that must have been like to build this stuff out so quietly and just heads down, grinding it out. And then all of a sudden you have that exponential growth inflection point. I mean, it must have just been incredible to be on that team and and being a part of that live. So I think just moving forward, I, I view the NBA as a leader on this. And you made some good comments in our chat beforehand about the the way the NBA is treating fans and not reporting posts and stuff that they're that they're putting out there. So I think like this this Discord channel is a testament to that. They want their fans sharing content and being engaged. And that's that's the new web3 movement kind of thing where you're not issuing copyright takedown notices for every little thing. You're actually encouraging this interaction with the content in a new level. Right. Well, yeah, and that's like kind of, as you mentioned, uh, in case the listeners are unaware, the NBA is kind of at the forefront of letting their fans be a part of not really the league, but the true fan experience. A lot of the MLB and, you know, NFL, they will take down, you know, reposts on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube if somebody, you know, if the game's going on and you see LeBron do a 360 dunk, you're able to post it on Twitter without it getting taken down and reported. Whereas with the NFL or MLB, most times it's going to be taken down almost right away because you don't own that video, so they don't want you sharing it. But the NBA struck a real nice deal where they let the fans go nuts. And now, I mean, if you watch a NBA game and you're on Twitter, it's <laughs> it's a pretty uh, stellar atmosphere. But that kind of leads into the last thing. I just want to wrap up, like, how NFTs could be used in a sport platform. So the first one is, you know, team and ticket vendors are starting to turn ticket stubs into NFTs. And the digital ticket could serve as a hype video prior to the game and then a highlight reel after. So, like, imagine going to the Patriots-Falcons game where it was, you know, 28-3 to at halftime and you get live sentiment shown in clip form on your NFT of the, you know, the feelings throughout the game and how they ended up winning. And, I mean, that NFT alone could possibly go for more than a signed autograph from the game or a football or anything like that. Then another thing is for season ticket members – NFTs provide a whole mess of new opportunities, including, you know, access to special VIP areas, discounts on concessions, parking or team store gear. Or like, imagine if you have season tickets and your team's playing an away game, but you're able to put on your Oculus and you're on your team's sideline watching the game in like first person view. You know what I mean? Like the opportunities are endless for people to just make more and more money if they, these companies get in early and, you know, execute, which is it's going to be exciting to watch. Well, yeah, and it's so crazy, right? Because if you the Oculus thing, um, think about it. If you're uh, a Bears fan and you move to California, and you you have this crazy time trying to figure out where you can watch the game, you know, mm-hmm. if local. I mean, back in the day, the local airwaves probably didn't show out of region games, and you would have to put, buy these expensive packages. Now you can do it digitally with YouTube TV and things like that. But this is this next iteration of being able to actually just directly 
pay the content provider a la carte to get the content right into your life where you're not paying for $200 a month for some all access package. You're just paying whatever it is for the direct content. And so the NBA or who, whichever platform is, is hosting this gets the direct revenue stream from, from the activity, from the work. And so that's just, I mean, this is really early stuff. And I think the ability to, to connect people is really going to proliferate here and, and connect. I mean, even if you were, maybe you were from Europe and some soccer game or something, and you're moving to the U S I mean, the, the way that this could really evolve is, is a little bit mind boggling. It really you know is. I mean? I mean, like you have friends all over the world. Imagine, you know, six of you put on your Oculuses and you're sitting next to each other at a FIFA game, you know, a World Cup game. Like that's insane. That's something that wouldn't happen without this technology. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. I can't wait. I can't wait. And then I think just it's a good segue a little bit because the article that I brought up was about Warner Music and they have partnered with the platform Pope. I call it Pope, but it's P-O-A-P, Proof of Attendance Protocol. And it's somewhat related here because Warner actually invested in Dapper Labs in 2019, the, the creators of the Top Shot platform. And these NFTs, it's it's a little less interesting on, on the first blush, but it's related because it's a proof of attendance NFT. So if you watch a video online, if you do... a if you watch a podcast, a lot of times content creators will give these out to viewers so that they can prove that they interacted with their content. The first time I heard of Pope, uh, P-O-A-P, I don't know what people call it, but I was on a Eureka Street John has this show on, on YouTube. And I, I went on and we had a conversation and he published it and he gave me a bunch of these Pope NFTs to like hand out to viewers. And it's one way where he would just write it in the tweet with the hashtag Pope. And automatically there's all these people who are watching the stream, trying to get this NFT from, from viewing the content. So that was the first time I had heard of it. And it got, it got a good way to, to interact. It got a good, sorry, rise of interactions with the content. But what Warner's doing, I think is focused on people who maybe attend a concert or attend a music event, they could get this digital memento that to your point about uh, a big game or a Super Bowl game or a VIP experience, you'd have the same thing here with really, really memorable concerts or shows. And there's those legendary performances that happen that fans are always going to cherish um, with music and live albums and such. So I think this is a bit of a it's it's cool to see a different industry taking on this type of thing and i think what would be really cool is to see some kind of top shop program for music where you could exchange these uh, monumental moments in music history the same way that you could that you can with the nba games so yeah. i'm interested to see how it goes but it's at first blush, like I said, I mean, just, just for receiving a, a ticket, 
like a stub for attending an event is not the super most interesting thing, but because of you, the way you can digitize the little video clip and the content itself, I, I think this is going to continue to proliferate, especially in music. What do you think? Yeah, and I, I honestly think you might be downplaying a little bit because, I mean, above avid sports fans uh, in the most annoying, you know, category, <laughs> there are people that are music snobs that just will not list, like, just they fucking love Kenny Chesney or they're a Michael Jackson fan until they die. So, like, in that same vein, you know, imagine having, you know, a POAP that you were at Michael Jackson's first live concert ever, or you were at Kanye's or Beyonce's or Taylor Swift's like very first concert that they put out. Like I remember going to a Kendrick Lamar concert at the rave in Milwaukee and it was buy one, get one free because it was like 2008. Like imagine if I had a POAP of that, like it would probably not that it would be worth, but to me the sentimental value and like, these things can have, you know, raw behind the scenes footage. They could have, you know, a message from the artist, whatever it may be. It provides value that you wouldn't get without this tech, which again is the same thing I said on the other article, but it's just really exciting to me because I know like everybody has that uncle or that friend that has a man cave that has, you know, the signed jerseys and the footballs and the pictures and everything taken up every square inch of space on the walls. I'm just imagining now, like, you know, one or two TVs that just stroll through all your POAPs or your NFTs that show, you know, you were there and you were at the game or you were at the concert and you saw this big moment. And yeah, like you were saying, it would be really cool to be able to see like, you know, we're trading Kanye West's, you know, uh, when he ran up on stage and said Taylor Swift didn't deserve that award to Beyonce, did. <laughs> you could trade that for when Justin Timberlake ripped Janet Jackson's, you know, draw <laughs> off at the Super Bowl. Like these are va- actually valuable things that you know we could uh, oh, God. see a market for moving forward. So it'll be interesting. Dude. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And I think to that point, the end of this article um, it talks about Warner investing in Beeple's marketplace. And Beeple was a prolific NFT uh, creator in the in the big hype cycle a year or two ago, and they're looking to he's he's looking to sell nfts to celebrate iconic moments in history and there's one like a wimbledon was a game in 2013 it was the first one that he, he put out there but those moments you just mentioned i think would be perfect i mean <laughs> this is the I, I think that the curator of the the killer marketplace app is probably going to be linked to warner and the the incumbent powers Right. Similar to how Top Shot is linked with the NBA directly, because there's all these NFT marketplaces that I see come and go that they're going to be the next one, and and it, that's what they claim. But I really think that the the true winners will probably have the the brand recognition of the the incumbents. But that's a great point, and I mean, it's almost like you you could speculate on those tickets or those stubs in the same way that some people are speculating on top shot moments of, of like rookie players. So that would be really interesting because if you just had this digital wallet that you like your badges that you show as a profile and you had that Kendrick POAP from back in the day, I mean, that would be so sick. Yeah, no, I I couldn't agree more. And like, like I said, like 
people are very um, determined and set in stone in their music preferences and they could argue yeah. about it for years and years and years. So it just presents a very fun, you know, new opportunity. No doubt. No doubt. Well, hey, this has been a great, great talk. You've uh, opened my eyes a little bit to some of this stuff and I'm looking forward to watching it moving forward. Definitely, man. It was great. Uh, great hopping on. Yeah, yeah. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm not sure who's on tomorrow, but we got some more content coming up. So we will see you all for another episode of Daybreak Crypto very soon.